and took me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come what a beautiful, beautiful day. Oh my goodness gracious. Welcome. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse. Across the country, live in the bunkhouse. I'm TJ Graney. Beef steak is in the house. Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets there early. Yeah, it's just an old pin check on the back of the ranch, but we call it home and talk hunting and fishing every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Network. And... Uh, Glad you're here with us. We're going to rally up a cup of coffee and talk a little bit about some of the stuff going on in the outdoors. Beef steak, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? You really are you? You really have a cigar with you? Hey, can you hear me now? All right. Okay. I can hear you. Do you have a cigar with you? Of course. I told you oh, when me. when y'all are out, we do things a little different in the bunkhouse. Both you. So and- my name is TJ Graney. That is Beefsteak. Cody Ryan is in a, a fish. He's fishing a tournament. I think he's fishing the FLW on San Rayburn. Oh yeah. Weekend and uh, coming off a big win last week and or the week before and or I guess no, it was last week, right? And so he's rolling with. Uh, with some good mojo down into San Rayburn for the FLW tournament and open down there, hoping, hoping and praying that he does well down there. Um, but anyway, man, glad y'all are here. Road Rash, thanks for getting this connected up. I am actually live in Jackson, Mississippi. And uh, it was wonderful. So I went looking for a place to eat last night and there was a waffle house and i thought (laughs) you know is there a rule against eating at the waffle house too much can you have bacon and eggs too many times it depends if you're sitting uh, at the uh, counter every time or not you switch it up a little bit are you a counter guy or do you say oh gosh no i'm a booth guy i sit in the booth in the back in the corner where I can see who comes in and who goes out. Because that's why you're there. I get it. Yeah, well, and, you know, I want to make sure. I don't want somebody to peg me in the back without me being able to see who they are. <laughs> and uh, it, and it was great, too. There's a young group of people there. They're cutting up and making a, a, you know, just being young people. And uh, right before their food came, uh, they stopped. And they prayed. Amen. I thought, oh man, someone's I bringing it up, like right? That. 
You know, yes, good. yeah, and yesterday, you know, we were doing that with our KOZ group, and uh, you know, we do the sit spots, and um, afterwards, we uh, we took the cards and we like to read them and then give them out or pray over them a little bit. You know, is what so, the boys are so working on. Give people, we got to give people context of what you're talking about. Okay, so you have a group of boys, you and some other men from your church have a group of boys once a month that you get together with, and you do hunting and fishing stuff. You teach them hunting and fishing stuff. And uh, it's your, your kids' outdoors own group. And um, this is your vertical chapel church group and Kyle Buda. Um, but so I forgot yesterday was your day to do your KOZ group. Oh, yeah. What was your your theme? It was, well, it we, was parks, right? It was No, parks. well, we had to, we're having a serve day, so we'll switch things up. Uh, we had to uh, rotate by around a little bit, and we had a little opportunity to do shooting sports. And we also oh. included uh, archery, and we included hatchet, knife, everything you uh, big big small hatchets, small knives, big knives, and we uh, rotated through those. So it was a real outdoor trio to have these young men do all the sportsman uh, you know type of activities. Where you could you go know, shoot people, the 22s? Oh my gosh, talk about encouraging kids. Up some lead. Oh man, they, you know, kids, uh, I think three quarters of them have never shot like that before. And so to get them on the range with an NR, NRA certified guy out on a little ranch where you could uh, even set up some clays, some biodegradable clays, and have a little contest at the end, there's nothing like it to see their eyes light up. When they uh, oh man, plinking those, yeah, there there ain't a boy out there that doesn't like plinking. Oh, and it twenty two. You know, uh, on those axes too. I'm super. I was super stoked a couple years ago when we started throwing axes and um, letting the boys throw axes, and just how much they just go nuts on throwing those axes. This year, I ordered some. Uh, so we've been throwing those black ones. Uh -huh. um, who makes those? I don't know. I thought it was SOG, but... Uh, yeah, it is. Uh -huh. Yeah, it was. It was SOG. So we've been throwing the SOG ones. They have the small ones, and they have the big ones. We yeah. we order the big ones. They throw much better. Um, but I'm ordering some one, some of the wooden handle ones, mm -hmm. which is what they throw uh, in competition and around the country. Axe-throwing competition. They have wooden-handle ones. <laughs> and uh, they're really, really, really cool. There was some, some. I was with some of the guys at Austin Stone uh, South Campus uh, men, and they had, one of the guys there had axes, and he carried them in a case because he's a, like a competition axe-throwing guy. <laughs> Concealed axe guy. Yes. Yeah, no kidding. I mean, and he was, man, he was, that was cool. And he had one with one that had a long handle on it. It was like two, three feet maybe. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's like a, a longer handle and you use both hands on it. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So cool, but, getting back to the sit spots, what I really, you had mentioned that you saw that group of young people praying. And on the yeah. sit spots, on the cards, you know, they talk about, uh, one is what they learned today and uh, why they're out sitting for five to ten minutes without any interruptions in the 
you know, great outdoors, right? Yeah, no. so what you do, mm-hmm. so at the end of your day with the boys doing all this cool outdoor stuff, you have your boys take an index card and a pen and go sit quietly somewhere, and that's called the sit spots, and that's where they write this stuff. So go ahead. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. you providing that, yeah, context. I'm getting so used to it. I don't really, you know, I don't remember that not everybody does it. They should, right? be great. <laughs> yeah. That's why you're there oh, today, right? right. Uh, After the show, you need to have a sit spot. That's right. We'll do that. He, he already did that this morning. That's why uh, he was a little late getting into the chair over there. But <clears throat> what I was going to say is all the way back to the Waffle House, when you see the boldness of those uh, young people doing that, you know, part of it is I'd see on these sit spots where we ask him to talk about or, you know, what, what we could pray for them for. And then we pray for them. And uh, you, you, it's amazing how much they start to share and care. And I believe that is where that starts, where they're willing to be bold, talk about sharing and caring and why they're there today and give thanks for what they're getting and what they're looking forward to here. The last thing is on there, uh, we ask them what they learned today. And I was so surprised. The majority of them talked about the safety, the safety things that the NRA certified instructor talked about, like clearing a gun. And they were like, I learned that I have to wait 30 seconds of misfire because there could be a delayed primer. I'm like, what? How old are you? (laughs) (laughs) And so the point of that is that they really do at that age, you know, they were eight-year-olds there all the way up to uh, 15-year-olds, they listen to what you say in that amount of time and uh, when you're teaching them. So it's not for not. I know people say sometimes kids don't listen. They're listening, brother. They, oh, they do li- hear you. You just oh, got to yeah. say they're it. Li- you got to say it correctly. Uh, what a great, uh, you, you know, when you get them in the outdoors like that, around, of course, any outdoor activity like firearms or knife throwing or, you know, slinging the archeries, archery bow, you know, slinging those arrows, <clears throat> they really start to pay attention, right? Because they want to learn that also. So it's a great world-rounded life experience that they can well, go through, and, and we had a great you know time. What? They're, blessed. They're blessed to have somebody that'll help them with that. And if you're a guy out there and you're interested in a – uh, starting a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, just go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Who knows? You might get Beefsteak calling you back to have you come and hang out with him for a little while and watch how he does it over his group. We had the Life Austin uh, guys come out yesterday and uh, hang with us. So, did they? Oh, yeah. Yep. And, uh, and last <clears throat> month before that, you had some other guys hanging out with Yeah, you. we're just become we're quite the thing now, you know. <clears throat> yeah, how did the, so? How did the Life Austin guys like it? I was good. I think we wore them plum out. <laughs> <laughs> so they That's were really. Good. It was good. It was always well, good, you know. So I'm in Jackson, Mississippi, on my way to Birmingham for an event this coming week. And uh, man, I you know that drive from from Austin through louisiana and into mississippi i love that drive did you go uh, south or did you go the north way no no i went the north one i think it's a little bit uh quicker to go the north if if you're going into yeah. upper alabama mid to upper alabama and uh 
but it was it was a super nice drive, and it was it's interesting though. There's a certain there's certain places in that drive there in Alabama or in Mississippi and um, and Louisiana where along the interstate and I know we've talked about this before, but there's uh, beware of bears crossing the road. <laughs> You know they have they have like not deer crossing but bear crossing signs, and I'm always driving through there thinking, where are bears around here? Right. Yeah. Did I take a wrong turn and go into Tennessee or Colorado? I, I think I'm off the trail. Oh my goodness gracious! I wanted to see one so bad. See what they look like. Are they like normal bears? Are they skinny bears? Are they fat bears? Are they little bears? Cajun hey, uh, Cajun bears. Cajun bears. With a crawdad in one hand and a beer in the other. <laughs> hey, uh, McBride's Guns. McBride's Guns with the uh, way society is pounded on your rights to own a gun. It's imperative that we support the local gun shops. That's why we shop at McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carrier, special order firearm, the staff at McBride's can help. Looking for a youth model rifle or shotgun? Go where the staff is skilled and trained to help you make the right choices. McBride's. You'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. You can call them at 512-472-3532 or online at McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns is your hometown gun shop. When we come back on the flip side, we're going to talk a little bit about some fishing stuff. And uh, we're not going to get as detailed as Cody does, but uh, there's some really cool Something really cool we're going to share with you on the flip side, so don't go away. It's the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, live and in color, right here on uh, the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. All right, welcome back, Ranch Hands. You're tuned into the Outdoor Zone, number one outdoor radio show, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. Available live here on Sundays or 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Everyone at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. There's no need to go to the dealer for maintenance or repairs any longer. Sun Auto Mechanics can service all your car needs at one of their shops with ASE certified technicians. Go find one of our friends at Sun Automotive at, uh, let's see, the one that we go to is the 405 West Slaughter Lane. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Find out all their specials and what's going on with them at sunautoservice.com. So, as you heard that coming into the intro, you heard the uh, song, the old Andy Griffith show song. And um, did you know the Andy Griffith show beefsteak? Are you there? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm did right on the edge of this. The, it's pretty cool, isn't it? That show started. In 1960, it went for eight years. They filmed, uh, they filmed 
how many? 249 half-hour episodes. 159 of them were in black and white, and 90 of them were in color. Uh, but it, so what got me thinking or what brought me around to the whole Andy Griffith show and, and that song, The Fishing Hole, is that um, the Zebco Company is redoing that song. They got permission to re um, reissue that song. They've got a new uh, band doing it. The song has actually got a name for it. It's called The Fishing Hole. And it was the theme song written for uh, for this show. And it has lyrics. We're going to play it at the end of this segment so you can hear there's actually words that go with that song. And it's really good. They, yeah, so I'd, I'd never heard it before before you you know, pointed that out to me that it was, yeah, it's cool. And so, but what's going on is, uh, Zebco is trying to get millennials, not the little kids, but the, the folks in the middle, like 16 to 34, um, to start, fishing and it i've got this press release here it's really interesting it says there's no prize trophy for recognizing that fishing one of the great outdoor american pastimes has been struggling to reel in new young customers to the sport according to pew research participation in fishing is sharply down with the millennial generation well just 12 percent compared to generation x which was 19.1%, and baby boomers, almost 30%. I guess that would be, we'd be baby boomers, wouldn't we? Oh, yeah. well, yeah. Yes. 50, 40, 50, 50, 60, something like that, or is that a baby boomer? It goes, I think, uh, from 1963 and, uh, you know, for 1942, something like that. Oh, so. man, I, I'm... I'm before a baby boomer. Uh, now a bold campaign from Zebco is aiming to change all that using one of the most iconic TV theme songs of all time to hook a new generation for more incidental social anglers. And what they're trying to figure out is how to get those people involved in fishing. It says studies show that what the way millennials and other young consumers interact with the outdoors has radically changed. Uh, for people 16 to 34, it's about experiencing the outdoors, about being there with friends and family, and less about a goal or mission. Solo hiking or standing alone in the river, casting a line all day like their grandparents. So what they realized was that the way that millennials are doing the outdoors is a more of a social interaction than it is a an activity where they're actually going out to try and you know catch the fish and uh try and you know catch fish for eating or they they it's the whole idea behind it is changing and they're brilliantly, I might add, you know, I'm, I'm pretty hard on the outdoor industry in the way that they try and get things done. But, uh, I think this is pretty darn smart. Yeah. 
No, it is brilliant. You're right, because it's, you know, what can Zebco do? You know, there's certain name brands which we consider iconic, but remember, we talk about it. I was just looking at it. Baby boomers are born 1946 to 1964. So you're in that, basically okay. 55 to 73. But the millennials were 1981 to 1996. So it's like the 23 to 38 year old. You know, you've got that where you still, you got some cash. You're starting to get a little cash, right? You know, right. If you're not oh, living well. in your parents' basement, well, even if you are, then you got a lot of more <laughs> cash, right? Oh, or in a little in the house, you know, connected or the garage or whatever shed you converted, <laughs> <laughs> whichever it happens to be. But it is, it's, it, so you get certain things that people don't hear about anymore. We knew. You know, growing up, Zebco, right? I mean, it was that first reel you got, all that. I don't think the millennials, if you used the word Zebco, it's been, I'm sorry to say, man, but forgotten. Not that, as you said, fishing has gone down, but this is a time to reinvent yourself and a good opportunity to put yourself as the standard in that industry for that group. Well, you know, I talk about it. Uh, I, I, I've had this thought for a while that, you know, uh, the real Amazon years ago was Sears oh, and yeah. Montgomery Wards. I mean, they had the catalog. You could order anything. I mean, they were ahead of Cabela's. They were ahead of everybody. Right. And you sit on the outhouse and you look, thumb through, scroll through the, the their webpage. Well, I mean, their catalog. Right. And you could order, I mean, you could order a house, you could order silver, I mean, anything and everything. And I think that this, and and you hear about small businesses for years complained when a Walmart would roll into town or some other big merchandiser and um, the local stores would, you know, just, it would wreck them. And, but the, the deal is you have to be you have to be thinking, you can't be angry about it. You have to be smart. And I love that they're doing that. I noticed too, that, um, this week there was a press release out there that Johnny Morris, Bass Pro Shops, Cabela's is giving away 50,000 fishing rods to kids across the country. Oh yeah. And, um, so, I mean, it's not for lack of trying, right. To get people out there. Uh, I, I still, I still am concerned about the element of teaching them you can give them a rod you can give them a reel but to give them the the part where you get the adrenaline from uh from the experience of catching a fish yes catching and i noticed <laughs> You know, I heard on uh, Good Morning America this week, they were talking, one of the days they were talking, maybe it was yesterday, they were talking about uh, Johnny giving away all these rods and reels and stuff. And one of the ladies on there said, I've, I've never been fishing on Good Morning America. I thought, man, I would have known that in advance, and I would have had her out catch and catch caught a fish. And, boy, you want to talk about a testimony That'd have been a good story. Right. And you don't have to be a certain type of person, man. You just got to have someone that shows you kind of what to do uh, and guide you through very, very quick. Just plop, 
wait, go. I mean, they're just, you just got to get them out there. It's not too hard. Hey, did you uh, also hear that the campaign was called Catch On? I like that. I like it too. So uh, I think Road Rash has got, as we go out on this one, um, he's got that song lyrics, and I thought it'd be really interesting for everybody to kind of hear that again. Okay, so we're going to play some of that song as we roll into the into the break here, but I want to tell you about archery country. Uh, whether you're an avid bow hunter chasing elk or whitetail, bear, game around the world, archery country is the place to get all your gear. The staff and owners at archery country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters. They hunt and compete. If you're looking for something for your kids, the folks at Archery Country know all the tournaments and school programs. They coach kids and hold classes regularly. Go see our buddies over at Archery Country. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard or AustinArcheryCountry.com. Hey, we're going to take a break. On the flip side, when we come back, we've got your news of the weird. So here is Fishing Hole. Of a better way to pass the time of day. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone Fish On. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. I'm TJ Granny, your host. Beef Steaks in the house. Cody Ryan is fishing an FLW tournament this weekend. Hopefully he's doing good. Or no, he's uh, pre-fishing. He fishes, I guess he fishes next week. Um, but anyway, our prayers go out to Cody Ryan as he travels. Uh, I am in Jackson, Mississippi, coming to you live from room 111. <laughs> And uh, us guys here in the bunkhouse, the outdoor zone, we're always shopping for Mother Nature's grocery store, fresh and delicious meats of every flavor, venison, pork, fowl, and even delicious bass. We want you ranch hands to post your shopping pictures on our Facebook page, the outdoor zone. Austin's hottest new restaurant, your raw bar and grill. They have a really cool collection of oysters with dollar golf oysters special served every Monday starting at five o'clock. Having happy hour from three. Uh, happy hours three dollars off all appetizers and drink specials. They have a wonderful house-made breads and poor boy breads and direct from New Orleans. Um, man, what an amazing place for your next seafood dinner outing. They're located at Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Y and Oak Hill. The Shore Raw Bar and Grill www.shoreatx.com. Go get you some. Welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Beefsteak, you still good over there? Oh, yeah. We just, you know, the smoke is getting a little heavy in here, the cigar smoke. We're going to have to open up a window over here. A lot goes on when y'all two are gone. So, Well, the the old bunkhouse up there can handle a cigar, too, every once in a while, I'm sure. (laughs) It, even though it is just an old tin shack, I, I was watching. I was binge watching yesterday uh, after I got to the hotel here, and I was uh, kind of getting the lay of the land and organizing and stuff. I was watching the show. I think it was on Discovery Channel, 
and it's these guys that are around the West Virginia area, and they um, go out and they find log cabins, and they dismantle them, and then they go and they put them back together for people. Huh. And people build house, you know, they have their log cabins. They go out and find these old built, hand-built, hand-cut log cabins. And, man, I must have watched 10 episodes of that show, and I just got me wanting to come up there and work on the old bunkhouse a little bit. <laughs> That's a good idea. Maybe you can, uh, yeah, you need to spend a little time, you know, working on this place. <clears throat> I know. I know. I have between that and Cody's new farm project, I got my hands full. I don't even have time to go work on my own home project. Hey, uh, now it's time for your news of the weird. Huh? Wild, weird, strange, and crazy things can happen in the outdoors. We seek them out and bring them to you each and every week. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's Outdoor News of the Weird. All right, so this is going to be a politically motivated news of the weird. Lead-free hunting will begin across California beginning July 1st. The California Department of Fish and Wildlife wants to remind hunters that beginning July 1st, 2019, non-lead ammunition will be required when taking wildlife with a firearm anywhere in California. And I've got the whole press release here where they're just reminding all the hunters in California about uh, the ban on lead uh, lead bullets, lead shot. And so in, we've been we've switched over to steel shot for duck hunting a, a couple of years ago. I mean, we've been doing that. We've done that for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but in California, they've completely banned lead from uh, hunting. And it just really, it, I don't, I don't understand there. So where does lead come from? Where do they get lead? They get it in from the ground. It's a natural, it's in all air. It's just about in every part of our environment. It's part of the earth's crust. That's, scientific fact and um and i just don't get where they i just think it's weird that they're trying to ban lead um and i guess really that what they're really trying to do is they're trying to ban bullets or trying to manage bullets they're not it's not really about the lead in the environment because there, you can't shoot enough lead out of a gun. I guess maybe at a shooting range or something. I, I was, I was at, in Cal, in uh, Colorado or New Mexico at a Boy Scout camp, and they weren't allowed to shoot twenty twos mm-hmm. because the Forest Service didn't want them shooting lead into the side of a of a hill. Yeah, that's and, too bad. <clears throat> I just I just think it's ridiculous, and um, one of the things that they they talked about in that press release is that hunters needed to get out early and shoot their new found whatever their favorite projectile is going to be uh, to see if it shoots well 
from their firearm. And I thought, well, you know, you probably could get some kind of some other products that'll shoot, you know, and do what lead does. But I just thought, you know, it's pretty, I mean, what really is the impact of lead well, from hunting? I don't know about hunting part. You know, in that uh, article, they also talked about the, they couldn't, um, you know, it didn't apply to pellet guns because that wasn't, they, they can't put that under the same because pellet guns aren't classified as a firearm. So I think well, your and, connection there between firearm use and, you know, ban the bullets, right? As they say, if you make the bullets so expensive, then nobody will use guns, right? That's Well, their that's theory. what they're thinking if they, if they make it, enough of a pain in the rear and they and they and they're even saying hey and carry the box they 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 tell the guys carry the box that your shells come in your new lead-free shells carry the box with you so if at any time you're asked by a parks and wildlife official you can show them exactly what you're shooting and I thought, this is such a game. It's so it's so apparent what it is that they're doing. I mean, so have you ever done used anything but lead? Uh, I guess copper. Well, I mean, that's the modern. Most of the modern, really modern, uh, you know, bullets are using lead, and then uh, like a lot of the tips are now. You, you know, made out of uh, a type of plastic or Teflon that has a, you know, so it doesn't burn up. Plastic would, of course, melt, right? But Teflon, I think it's like 770 degrees before it starts to break down. So when that hits, you're still getting, I know with uh, lead, you get a mushroom, right? That's the whole idea. Is that it mushrooms out? But a lot of the core, if you're using the copper heads, I know they put a little bit of zinc in it to make it a little bit more pliable. But it comes out and it opens up like you're parting your hair, like a part in well, your you're hair. You're talking about when on a ballistic tip, it's yeah, using like the plastic. And I hate those. <laughs> you do. Well, yeah, because my experience with them is. Uh, and I've bought some expensive. I mean, come on, you guys out there that are hunters, you you know that you can go out and buy a forty dollar box of ballistic tip. Um, and I, I, my experience is that I've I've it blows through them or does something. It does. I mean, I I use that cheap box of Corlock lead tip bullet green and yellow box. And, man, it puts a hole in them. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if so, it's for that. So I know that, you know, lead uh, out at, uh, like you said, shooting ranges, militaries that have just done, you know, millions of rounds, you know, they have a cleanup process, um, you know, where, where all that, when it's being deposited in one very, very dense area. Yeah. Well, we're talking about a completely different subject. Yeah, we're talking about one, two, three over here in the side of a mountain from an elk hunter. You know, it just, it's ridiculous. i tell you what's not ridiculous. Bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands 
off new Ram trucks all month long during the bigger savings sales event at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. They're giving you deep discounts on everything in their inventory, like the 2019 Motor Trend Truck of the Year, the 2019 Ram 1500. They've got dozens of 1500s in stock, along with hundreds of other trucks and more coming in each day. Super size selection and savings only at the number one Chrysler Dodge Ram Jeep sales leader in Central Texas, Nile Maxwell Supercenter, 620 and 183 in Austin, or visit them online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. All right, when we come back, we've got your game warden field notes and more. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the Outdoor Zone Radio Network. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. But I could change all that if I had a couple million dollars. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone Live with Bunkhouse. You're our ranch hands. We're so glad you're here this morning. This is T.J. Graney. Uh... We can't do this without you ranch hands out there. I'm coming to you live from Jackson, Mississippi. Beefsteak is there in the bunkhouse. And Beefsteak, tell them about Central Texas Honda dealers. Hey, if you're like me, you're always looking for the best. There's the best vacation spot, like Cody always looks for. There's the best food in town. Oh, heck yes. And the best friends. So why not drive the best? Well, you can in a new Honda. For style and sophistication, try the 2019 Honda Accord LX, one of car and driver's 10 best. It features a push-button start, a heads-up display, and of course, my favorite, Honda Sensing. Honda's suite of safety and driver-assisted features like lane assist, collision detection, and road departure. Hmm. All those things are good, especially for you, TJ. Or if you want more out of your midsize SUV, there's the Honda 2019 Pilot, named 2019 Best Buy of the Year among midsize SUVs, according to the Kelly Blue Book at kbb.com. Standard with Honda Sensing, a suite of safety supplies and features and driver-assisted features. So, if NB drives you, drive a Honda and test drive the perfect Honda de- Honda today. If you want to just go out and Google your Central Texas Honda dealers to find all the details. All right. Here's a notice to you anti-antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our ranch hands. We don't give in to you anti-gun crowd, Peter terrorist or the Taliban. It's how we roll right here in the bunkhouse. You ranch hand keep us informed by riding can keep informed by riding the trail with us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com. Now it's time for your game warden field notes. These are the stories of the brave and courageous men and women of law enforcement, defenders of the outdoors. These are true game warden field notes. Yeah. 
Back in mid-February, a Rockwall County game warden was notified of a vessel half-sunk near a boat ramp. After being pulled from the water, it was quickly determined that it had been dumped intentionally. The last registered owner told wardens he didn't want it, and it had been posted to an online auction site where it was purchased. The new owner had not registered the boat, but a subpoena served on to the online auction site led wardens to the user data of the purchaser. The suspect was discovered by to be incarcerated in Dallas County Jail for other charges. The suspect was interviewed at Dallas County Jail and provided a written confession. An arrest warrant was secured for illegal dumping over 1,000 pounds, a state jail felony offense. And I was, I was, there was a couple of things in that. The game wardens, they just did not, they didn't just haul it off to the junkyard. They actually pushed into it and they, provided a um provided a um subpoena to the online auction site to find out who really bought it and where they were and what the story was behind it uh, i thought that was i thought that was amazing and then i i did not realize that it was a felony if you dumped something a thousand pounds or more so that kind of got your ears perked up, didn't it? You're thinking about all the times. Mm-hmm. I, I was never a thousand pounds. Uh-huh. You kind of were weighing going, was that a thousand or was that just like 900? A Louisiana game warden re- reached out to his counterparts in Sabine County after several individuals who had posted to Snapchat their alligator catching adventure on the Texas side of Toledo Bend. A Texas game warden traveled to Sabine Parish to assist with the investigation. The cooperation between the bordering states was essential and beneficial to the investigation. While being interviewed, the suspect stated he and the other men were fishing around the Indian Mounds area and caught the alligator on the bank, took pictures of the alligator, and then released it. The individuals each received one citation and a couple of warnings. Man, uh, social media gets a lot of people in trouble, <laughs> and, yeah, I, and yeah. for good. I mean, gay wardens, uh, even way back at the, and I've told the story many, many times years ago when I wrote a, an article about uh, an elk hunt I went on, and I told in the story I told I switched from killing a cow elk i switched to a bull elk and because i had a picture of my brother and i was next to his bull elk that he had killed and i got a call from the game wardens in colorado and they were questioning me about the story i wrote and that and they knew i only had a cow tag and i had killed a cow but i'd switched it up because i thought the story Read, wrote better, read better. So how did you feel when they called you? What, did you uh, immediately, like, the hair go up on the back of your neck, like, uh? Well, no, first I was very, you know, offensive. Offended? Well, I mean, I felt, you know, I felt like an idiot because I switched it. Mm, you were caught, and, okay. 
you know, that I changed the story. And then I thought, how incredibly amazing it was that and how, you know, quite frankly, how smart game wardens are in their investigations. And now social media has gotten things so far out there that they're they're watching social media and busting people all the time. So I wonder what people would say. Yeah. I'm wondering what the other side of this is. I mean, I'm reading this and I'm going, yeah, I understand. And you shouldn't put, I guess the story is about selfies really, but if you are, you know, over in that area where there are alligators and uh, you catch one, I mean, it gets hooked in, it bites on whatever you're fishing with. And, I guess you could cut the line once you saw the nose. I don't think I don't huh? think they caught him. I think it was on the bank. Oh, they caught the okay. alligator on the bank. And you know, because a couple of weeks ago, remember we reported on that. Got it. A guy that got into the that was in Montana or mm-hmm. Yellowstone, and he got into the river, and he had the uh, grizzly bear behind him. That was crazy. Yes. Yeah, he was a ding-dong. Now, Maxwell Supercenter is your Jeep headquarters. Uh, available, the 2019 Grand Cherokee from the road to the ranch. The 2019 Grand Cherokee can take you anywhere you want to go. With the built-in 8.4 in-touch screen, dual-pane power sunroof, and active safety technologies, it meets the demands of the most demanding. And if it wasn't enough, you're still you still have Nile Maxwell's personal promise. That same promise he's been making for over the thirty years to beat any competitor's price in Central Texas. Visit Nile Maxwell Supercenter for the biggest selection and savings on Jeeps and the number one at the number one Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram sales leader in Central Texas. Nile Maxwell Supercenter, six twenty and one eighty three in Austin, or visit them online at Nile Maxwell Supercenter. All right, that's it for the first hour. We'll come back on the flip side. We've got some great stuff. We're going to talk about uh, camping essentials, the top ten things you need to go camping. And, man, it's just a weird mix with this whole new millennial stuff and what I got in my camper box, in my camping box. So uh, we'll see if you guys agree with us, see what Beefsteak has to say. So we'll meet you back here. And just the flip side, go fill up your coffee cups. There's more coming up. 